According to the 2021-2022 National Pet Owner Survey, pet ownership is on the rise, and 70% of U.S. households actually own a pet. It's becoming increasingly evident that pets have a great impact on our day-to-day lives, with more than half, 64% actually, of pet owners expecting to spend more time with their pets after the pandemic than before. Today, most pet owners really dote on their pets and enthusiastically share the immediate joys that come with having companion animals in their lives. And on top of that, there may even be health benefits that come along with pet ownership. Welcome back to Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth. I'm your host, Al Waller. And with us today to discuss some of the compelling health benefits of owning a pet is Mihaela Vence, public health expert for nonprofit Transamerica Institute. She'll take us through the physical and mental health benefits of pets, how they can help us be more social, and how to budget for their care. But before we jump in, if you'd like us to uh, present an episode about specific topics, please reach out to us at info at transamericacenter.org. We'd really welcome your input. So, Mahela, welcome back to our program today. Hi, Ella. Good to be here. Well, as I mentioned up front, pet owners in general really enjoy cuddling or simply admiring their pets. So then what kind of health benefits actually do come from pet ownership? Well, there are quite a few, but to start us off, people with pets tend to have lower blood pressure in stressful situations than those without. Playing with a cat, dog, or other pet can really elevate those feel-good hormones like dopamine and serotonin, which can help you relax and feel calm as well as provide a buffer against stress. Now, this is especially important in today's world with constant news barraging us with distressing reports. Reducing your stress by doing activities like being in the presence of an animal or watching a fish swim in a tank may help lower high blood pressure. One study actually found that when people with borderline hypertension adopted dogs from a shelter, their blood pressure declined significantly within five months. Wow, that's incredible. And you know, it's interesting that you reference watching fish swim around may lead to lower blood pressure. And quite a few doctor's offices that I've visited over the years, they have aquariums in their waiting rooms. And coincidence or not, uh, this might be another incentive to buy one, especially, you know, if you suffer from high blood pressure. eh? Now, what other health benefits could be derived from pet ownership? Studies have shown that dog owners in particular are far more likely to meet their exercise requirements than those without pets. For instance, a study at the Wellness Institute at Northwestern Memorial Hospital Chicago found that walking an overweight dog helped both the animal and their human shed pounds. Researchers also found that dogs provided support similar to that of an exercise buddy, but with greater consistency and without any negative impacts. I mean, I don't imagine our dog would be texting us in the morning, letting us know that they're going to sleep in. Um, (laughs) But that's not all. Dog owners also reported lower triglyceride and cholesterol levels, both of which are indicators of heart disease. (laughs) I agree. Pets absolutely can help motivate to make healthy lifestyle changes. I mean, I've witnessed friends who have trimmed down uh, some pretty serious girth uh, once a dog was introduced to the household especially those puppies. They help really keep you moving. But aside from the daily exercise, can a pet's mere presence offer any other benefits? Yeah, pets offer just great company. I mean, there's really no better feeling than coming home to an animal who just loves you unconditionally. It's, I mean, no wonder that they're sometimes brought into hospitals or nursing homes to help reduce patients' stress and anxiety. I've witnessed that firsthand, you know, dogs being introduced into hospitals or senior centers. And it's really pretty cool to see how pets console and and comfort, uh, especially those who are the most vulnerable. 
then how can pets help us become more social? They really help us stay connected in our communities, which is just really, really important, especially as we get older. They serve as wonderful tools to help us spark conversations and potentially meet new people. I know I have interacted with plenty of people just by asking to say hello to their pets. You're exactly right on that. I have a grand doggie named Charlie. He's an Italian mastiff, very mellow, beautiful beast. And indeed, a great conversation starter. I mean, people just can't seem to get enough of them wanting to pet and hug them. And I've actually had some folks say, gee, I'd really like to paint your dog. So that's pretty cool. But seriously, is there any uh, pet in particular that uh, should take credit for the health benefits? People with pets often do experience greater health benefits than those without. A pet does not necessarily have to be a dog or cat, which is often the type of pet that comes up to people's minds when they think about just having an animal in general. But there are really all kinds of pets out there for people with all sorts of preferences. For instance, a bird or a rabbit can be a wonderful addition to someone's home for added social interaction and companionship, especially if you don't have too much space. And companionship is really important because it can help prevent illnesses and even add years to your life, while isolation and loneliness can trigger symptoms of depression. It sounds like pets have a lot of upside and, as you point out, a great impact on our mental health. Have you got any other examples of how pets can improve our mental well-being? Yeah, pets may help boost vitality because they encourage playfulness, laughter, cuddles, and exercise. <laughs> which can all really impact our mental well-being, energy, and immune systems. Pets sure. are also found to promote a stronger sense of identity in pet owners with mental health conditions. They provide routine, which strengthens stable cognition, and they may even provide a disruption from symptoms of mental health issues like negative thoughts or rumination. Mahela, I hadn't considered pets might produce those kinds of benefits, but when you think about it, it really does make a lot of sense. So next question, if pets are, are good for older adults, should they uh, go out and adopt them? Well, adopting a pet is an individual choice, so that's entirely up to them. But sure. it may have benefits for those who are older. According to a 2021 survey published by the Human Animal Bond Research Institute, 83% of baby boomers and 82% of greatest slash silent generations reported more personal experience with mental health improvements from pets than millennials and Gen Xers. Well, that's interesting, but at the same time also promising. So then how would an older adult go about adopting a pet? There are some programs that can help reduce the costs that come with, along with adopting a pet. For instance, the Seniors for Seniors program matches senior companion animals from shelters mm -hmm. with senior adults, and senior adopters may also receive a discount off the adoption fee, which includes things like vaccination, microchipping, and the spay and neuter surgery. To see if this kind of program is available in your area, check out your local animal shelter. I've got to tell you, I really like the sound of that initiative. I know it's uh, going to depend on the animal, but how much should someone plan for budgeting a pet? Well, in 2021, the average cost of owning a pet was around 700 to 1100 per year, depending on the type of pet and its size, according to the ASPCA. Now, this cost does not include extra fees like boarding and pet sitting, but since costs do vary, it just might be a good idea to do your homework and prepare your finances for a pet by doing things like determining how pet-related monthly expenses will affect your budget. Now, ask yourself, will owning a pet be something that you can afford? On top of the startup costs, have you thought about monthly expenses like food, toys, treats, grooming, and other costs? It may also be a good idea to fill your Rolodex with experts who you'll turn to from time to time, especially affordable, high-quality vendors like vets, groomers, pet pharmacy, and others. Those are all really great points, and I may add uh, you know, a lot to consider because you're, in essence, welcoming another member to your family. 
any other recommendations? Yeah. So just like for people, um, you might want to think about investing in prevention. Consider getting your pet the necessary vaccinations and preventative medicines to prevent costly health problems in the future. You may also want to set up a portion of your emergency fund aside for that unexpected vet bill. If you're worried about not being able to afford big vet bills, consider pet insurance. Pet insurance cost varies, but it's often based on zip code, the species, the breed, and the age of the animal. Those are all great considerations for responsible pet ownership. And and I think it's fair to emphasize two words, responsible and ownership, because pets are for keeps and not rentals or temporary adornments. So while we've talked about the ways pets can contribute to our health, but do pets ever cause illness? Good question. Pets do carry a lot of germs, so it's important to always wash your hands with soap and water after handling them. This includes after you're done feeding, cleaning up their habitats or areas, and after playing with them. Thank you, Mihaela. These are great points all around. And at the end of the day, when you tally up the benefits, uh, unconditional companionship and love, it's almost impossible really not to justify um, adopting a pet, especially with the side benefits to our health and, and daily lives, and especially for our older community members. So thanks again for that. If you'd like to check out any of the source materials we've mentioned today, visit transamericainstitute.org forward slash podcast to review the episode's transcript. And don't miss our recent episodes on healthy vision, financial literacy, and men's health screenings. If you have comments, feedback, or topic ideas, please reach out to info at transamericacenter.org. Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth is brought to you by Transamerica Institute, a nonprofit, private foundation dedicated to identifying, researching, and educating the public about health and wellness, employment, financial literacy, longevity, and retirement. You can find our weekly podcast on WYPR's website and mobile app, wherever you get your podcast, and at transamericainstitute.org forward slash podcast. Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth is produced by the Transamerica Institute with assistance from WYPR. Until the next time, I'm your host, Al Waller. Stay safe, be well. And thanks for listening. The information provided here is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as insurance, securities, ERISA, tax, investment, legal, medical, or financial advice or guidance. 